Welcome to the Bad Preaching Podcast with Pastor Brad and Pastor Greg. Well, hello everybody. Welcome back to the Bad Preaching Podcast. And this is Pastor Greg. I'm here with Pastor Aaron. Uh, how are you today, Pastor Aaron? Doing well. Good. I'm here with Pastor Brad. How are you, Pastor Brad? Doing good as well. Well, good, Pastor Brad. And we are uh, winding up this season of the Bad Preaching Podcast. And so these last two episodes, I'm, I'm just going to call them On the Road episodes since we're going into summer time and we're going to finish this season we're going to take a break for the month of july from our podcast and then hope to start the new season i think it'll be season four is that right guys i think so season four in august so uh this week and next week on the road series and that's kind of fitting for summertime right yep it's also fitting because of um how we're going to be recording these last two uh podcast for the season. Pastor Brad, you want to tell everybody where we are right now? We are literally on the road. We are at a nursing home right now, and so you guys are kind of in the car with us as we're traveling from different visitations that we're doing at the moment. (laughs) So literally, we are recording this in my Toyota Camry. Yep, got the windows down (laughs) so we can breathe. So if you hear uh, any beeping of the big trucks uh, pulling in or out (laughs) or or if somebody pulls in beside of us, we'll just uh, we'll just go with it, right? So, yeah. So yeah, we're literally. If you can get the picture here, uh, Pastor Brad, Pastor Aaron, myself, we're sitting in the white Toyota Camry in the parking lot, and um, so this will be the first of two on the road to end season three of the Bad Pe- Preaching Podcast. But speaking of being on the road, ah, you like that segue? There you the, go. Speaking of being on the road, Pastor Brad, tell us where you were at this past weekend. I was at Virginia Beach at Kempsville with my parents this past weekend, celebrating my birthday, and uh, actually got to spend Sunday with them and have service at their church. Yeah, we noticed you weren't uh, in attendance at NCOG Sunday. We we thought you were skipping church. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, Pastor Brad's parents are Tony and Tracy. And they pastor Kempsville mm-hmm. in Virginia Beach, Kempsville Church of God. Uh, tell us about the service, Pastor Brad. It was a really unique service, a uh, very special service. They did they did a service on unity, um, and they share a church building with another congregation. It's a Hispanic congregation, and uh, Pastor Benito is their senior pastor. So at one thirty, they have church, and I believe it's at like. 11:30 or 10:30 that um my parents their congregation meet and so this Sunday they did a combined service um both my my dad pastor Tony and pastor Benito spoke at it and they had a translator and even the worship both worship teams combined and they would do verses and choruses in English and courses and verses in in Spanish and so it was really just a really cool glimpse of what heaven truly will be with all of us in, in together in one place, praising God, <laughs> all you know when it talks about all the different nations and all the different tongues confessing that He is He is Lord of Lords and King of Kings. Um, we got to have a little bit of that this past Sunday, so it was it was a really cool experience and um, very just one of those ones that st- sticks with you. Wow, that that's pretty powerful. Unity, yeah, unity. Fellowship, unity, worship together, right? So, describe how did how did uh, the sequence of preaching go? So, my dad opened up the service um, right after the praise and worship. He 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 spoke first, and he did the first point, and then uh, they switched it. And Pastor Benito came up, and he did the 
closing two points. And um, so after, like, after your dad would give his part, the interpreter would do it in Spanish. Yeah, yeah so then, they would go pretty much yeah. sentence by sentence. The interpreter, it was, he's he's done time down in, uh, serving down in um, South America, actually, translating and, and doing stuff. And so he, he did a phenomenal job. And I wish I could remember his name right now, but he did a really, really good job at um, even do, he would mimic the body language of the pastors speaking at that time and even mm-hmm. emphasize the mm-hmm. points when they're emphasizing the points. So it was pretty amazing to watch that and watch how he was able to really preach that sermon alongside of them and uh, deliver that message. And it was just, it was a really cool experience. Very nice, very yeah. nice. So the gospel has no barriers, no, langu- no language barriers, right? Mm-hmm. And so the English going to Spanish and then the Spanish coming back to English. And yeah. Both congregations worshiping together. Yeah. It's really neat. Um, when I was in Columbia, uh, those four or five days that I spoke at the Bible school, uh, the morning sessions, teaching, and had an interpreter. That It is quite an experience, um, and I learned a lot mm. through that. I learned um, that if I'm ever doing that again, certain tips and techniques to use, but I was learning and uh, the interpreter, he was learning as well. So we were both learning. But, you know, everything that we say in English does not translate or have a perfect translation yeah. in Spanish. And even with the scriptures, I want it to go sometimes fragments piece by piece through scriptures. And what I had to learn and what the interpreter had to explain to me was he needed the entire scripture so that he could get the essence mm. and then find the translation in in Spanish, so a lot of a lot of nuances, neat things, but there's no barrier to the gospel. Mm. The gospel is going to be presented, but your concept of unity there, Pastor Brad, um, in some ways seg- segues back to the sermon that we had Sunday at Nortonsville. Um, I preached about sanctification, but I ended talking about love, and so we'll we'll use we'll wasn't the cleanest of segues, Pastor Aaron, but we'll, we'll use that segue this morning. <laughs> Um, we ended talking about love, loving God and loving your neighbor. And the point I tried to make guys was sanctification or the, uh, let me say it this way, the root, the basis for sanctification and sanctified living is love, hmm. is love. Because if I love God, I will attempt to live in a pleasing manner to God. His love for me inspires me to receive him his love and grace that works in me then inspires me and helps me equips me to live for him and to live more righteous and to try to live godly and it's all propelled by love Mm. so if i love god i'm going to endeavor to live for god and and that's a basis of sanctification but let me take it another step if i love as the scripture says, my neighbor, if I love humanity, the people who are around me, um, then I'm going to do right by them and I'm going to live righteous towards them. The entirety of the Ten Commandments are really summed up with love. The first, I think it's the first three. We should have checked this out before I went on. So if you're (laughs) listening and if it's different, email me. But the first three or so of the Ten Commandments are really focusing on our love for God. Mm. And if we keep those commandments, we're expressing our love for him. The final Ten Commandments, uh, 
are dealing with our relationship with each other. If I love Pastor Aaron, I'm not going to steal from Pastor Aaron. If I love someone, I'm not going to try to take their um, spouse away from them, adultery or any of those kind of things. If I love you, I'm not going to covet what you have. I'm not going to be jealous of you. So it's all rooted in love. So when the man came to Jesus over in the New Testament and he said, what's the greatest commandment? Jesus said, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, body, soul, strength, everything. Love Mm. God. And then he said the second one, a very second close commandment is love your neighbor. Love humanity as yourself. And basically, and he went on to say, these these commandments is is where the law hangs. All of the laws, all of the rules, it all hangs right there on relationship, on love. Mm-hmm. And so God's grace helps us to have the love we need to have for God and for others. And that leads us to this beautiful thing, sanctification. When we come back from the break, we'll talk about how sanctification has sometimes looked at in an ugly way or it's been a harsh thing, but it's love and it is a beautiful thing. The beautiful concept of sanctification, Bad Preaching Podcast. Hey, this is Josie. We hope you are enjoying this episode of the Bad Preaching Podcast. Please join Pastor Brad and Pastor Greg each week and enjoy the discussion. Find our weekly sermons on Facebook or YouTube. Just search Nortonsville Church of God or visit our website for a podcast recording of each sermon at nortonsvillecog.com. Well, welcome back to the Bad Preaching Podcast, part two. And once again, we're in the car on the road. We're on the road, Pastor Aaron. This is a one of two on the road podcast series. If we really like this, maybe we'll do some more in season four. I don't know. What do you think, Pastor Brett? We could try it out. But um, yeah, we're on the road, makeshift studio here in the Toyota Camry. So um, hopefully it sounds comparable to what we've done. But yeah, we're on the road. We've been looking at this beautiful concept of sanctification. And I left off going into the break about this concept of sanctification and how that many times it has been preached and looked at almost negatively mm. and harshly yeah, and just, you know, side. putting Can putting start, people into boxes and just, just you know, a rough thing. Uh, people are passing our car right now as we're, <laughs> as we're recording, guys. So if you hear some talking, it's not us, right? But. But hey, we're on the road, on the road, Bad Preaching Podcast. But hey, here is sanctification, folks. Sanctification is rooted in love, love for God, love for each other. It's a beautiful concept, and it's a beautiful thing to think that God would help us through His grace to be more like Him. God will help us through His grace to be more like Christ. That's a beautiful thing. And so I think it's unfortunate in our movement, perhaps, 20, 30 years ago, maybe even in more recent times, that sanctification has come across as such a harsh thing. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful thing, beautiful process. And so let me stop, talk about grace for a second, guys, if I could. We have saving grace, right? The saving grace of God that when a man or a woman, boy or a girl, give their heart to Christ, through His grace, we are forgiven. Through His grace, the sin debt is paid. Through His grace, the sin is removed from our lives. And it's a work that is beyond our ability and our capability and beyond what we could do for ourselves. And God saves us by his grace. We are saved through faith um, and through his grace, are saved by faith through grace. And thank God for that gift, Mm -hmm. the saving grace. But why do we not translate that beauty of grace into sanctification more often? And think about this. 
there is a sanctifying grace. There is a grace of God that just as his grace has helped us to be forgiven and become a new creation, there is a sanctifying grace that will come along and in us to help us live the Christian life and to be who he wants us to be and to transform us more and more into his image to renew our minds and that grace. The the, the scripture that we used in the sermon, well, not we used, I used. You know, I always get annoyed when preachers say, we're going to preach. We, we. And then I found myself doing that. So maybe maybe what we do, we're, we're referencing God helping us. I don't know. What do you think, Brad, when we say we? Do you do that? I'm not now I'm trying to think on my own. I don't, own. Think I've I don't, ever heard I don't you know do if that. I've said that. But I've I've caught myself saying that. But anyway, what I used in the sermon and the Lord helped me was uh, Romans twelve two. And it was telling us not to be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And so I believe the sanctifying grace of God can come along and renew our mind, renew our walk with, with God. So this brings up a question, the age-old question about sanctification. And it is this, is sanctification instant, instant sanctification, or is sanctification progressive, step-by-step, day-by-day? Which is it? What I would say is yes and yes. Trick question. (laughs) Trick question, right? (laughs) Right, right. I would say yes and yes, guys, because I believe 110% that there is a work of sanctification that can happen in anybody's life through grace, through the working of God, instantly. Mm. People have been delivered from habits that shouldn't be in their life instantly. People have been healed of of bad attitudes and bad dispositions that hindered their sanctification instantly in a moment of, of ministry by the Holy Spirit or in an altar somewhere or in a prayer closet. So I absolutely believe in instant sanctification. But I also believe we all better have a whole lot of of progressive sanctification mm. going on in our lives. I believe the Lord's expectation for us is to pursue righteousness and holiness in our walk day by day, day by day, day by day. And each day we can progress in our in our relationship with the Lord and in the personal sanctification of our lives. So I believe in instant, I believe in progressive, and I believe they are both compatible. I think it's compatible theology to believe in both yeah, and that the Lord will work. And it is him who works in us and helps change this human nature that we so struggle with. And there will be an, uh, an element of struggle in our lives until we have the finality of our salvation. Mm. I think at some point in the future, I'm going to preach on glorification, I believe. And to me, glorification is the finality of, of our salvation mm-hmm. when we receive that new body that is like Christ, that we will live in eternity with him, then we will know perfection like we've never, ever known. Now in this 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 life, we, we have to lean on his grace and his working in us and his imputation of righteousness on us, his working of sanctification in us. Um, but then we will have the finality of our salvation and our, self, and our sanctification in glorification. So um, sanctification is a beautiful thing, guys. It is. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing, a beautiful process. And so we're on the road. Any any final comments from either of you guys about uh, the podcast today or 
Um, Aaron was at the sermon Sunday. Brad was skipping out. So <laughs> skipping again. Skipping again. No, it does remind me a, a little bit of a point. We, we talked about the same thing, loving God, loving others, in that aspect of unity as well. Um, and one of the things that Pastor Benito said that really stuck with me was the idea of not just being an ac- academic Christian, and it, what he meant by that was just knowing the Word, but it comes down to us practicing and living out the Word that we right. live in that relationship with God. And so just like you're talking about right now, that sanctification that takes place in our life, that it, we are seeking holiness and, and seeking to be closer to God each and every day. It's a decision that we make yes. to, to grow closer to Him and live out that love to other people. And if we make that decision, He will help us through His grace. That's it, yep. Amen. Amen. And so we'll close up today our first ever on the road bad preaching podcast and listen in next week for the final episode of season three. And we'll be on the road for that one as well. And then we'll take the month of July off and we look forward to starting season four in August. So, hey, thanks for listening. Bad preaching podcast. We'll talk with you later. Thanks for listening today. Join us next week. Bad Christian <laughs> Podcast.